Welcome to Real Truth Real Quick. My name is Rick Smith, Director of Digital Ministries at Watermark Church in Dallas, Texas. I'm here with our senior pastor, Todd Wagner. Yeah, we, we uh, kind of talked about not using the word senior, but you love it. That's all right. Yeah, Keep it going. You're a little older than I am. That's so okay. This is our 25th episode, so mm-hmm. senior pastor. You know? Here we go. <laughs> uh, well, let's jump right into it. So it's, it's March Madness. you got basketball games going on, and the question goes like this. Is it ever okay to gamble? And, and this is actually a combination of a couple questions. So not just gambling, but raffle tickets, getting a lotto from the 7-Eleven, poker with my buddies. Is any of that okay, ever? All right, it was good. And by the way, they said it took you 40 seconds to ask, ask most questions. That was just 30. I'm trying to so keep my job. You did good. You did good. So let me just start by saying this. You, you mentioned the NCAA bracket. And you know this year, Warren Buffett offered a billion dollars to anybody who just filled out a bracket correctly. And after watching just a day and a half of the tournament, you know, we're shooting this today, it looks like the only person who wasn't gambling is Warren Buffett, right? I mean, the odds are just huge that nobody would do that. But let's answer the question. You you say, Rick, is there any reason to not uh, be involved in something called gambling, okay? And, And the Bible does say a lot. In fact, I just went through without much effort and pulled a bunch of verses that talks about what the Bible honors and what the Bible warns against. So let me just tell you. First of all, by saying this, if the reason you're gambling is because you love money, okay, the Bible tells us that the people who who love money will never be satisfied with it in Ecclesiastes 5. It says whoever loves money is going to pierce himself with many a pang in 1 Timothy chapter 6. It talks about how ill-gotten gains do not profit. Some people go, okay, wait, now you just said that gambling is an ill-gotten activity. There's nothing in the Bible that suggests it's not, by the way, and I would would tell you is that... um, is that we have to be really careful we get involved with anything as addictive as gambling. There are many people that would tell you that gambling is even more addictive than cocaine uh, because of what it produces in the brain. And one of the problems with addictive behavior, which we would absolutely say if we're addicted to anything other than the complete and full satisfaction that we get in relationship with God, that's a problem, okay? And one of the things that's true about addictions is that the people that are being addicted don't realize that I'm slowly giving myself over to this thing. And the next thing you know, I'm controlled by it. So um, let me just say a few more things in some of these verses that I, I pulled out. I mentioned a few. We, we know that if the purpose of gambling is to make a lot of money, right? We've already mentioned this. The idea of greed, it says in Ephesians 5.3, don't let immorality or impurity or greed even be named among you. So if the reason you're gambling is to get a lot of money, I love money, I want to be satisfied with money, I'm going to get money quickly, you ought to really be concerned about that. Proverbs 28, um, in verses 19 and 20, I think in 19 it just, it praises hard work and diligence. Proverbs 14, 23 says, in all labor there is profit. But Proverbs 28 says that an individual who, who works hard is to be praised, but verse 20 specifically, i got to look that one up, I don't have that one memorized. It says, he who makes haste to be rich will not go unpunished. So clearly, all kinds of verses that talk about if your motivation in gambling is to make money, more money, quickly, and be satisfied by that, that's a death trap. It's just not going to work. What if it's to win the the teddy bear at the state fair? The ring toss? (laughs) Okay. Well, I mean, here's the next thing. Let's talk about gaming, because that's one of the phrases that people want to use instead of gambling, okay? And so what I would tell you is that you got to ask yourself on two things. Number one, uh, why am I playing the game and how much time am I spend playing that game? If the amount of time you spend playing games takes you away from things of ultimate importance, that's not good. If you can't be happy unless you're playing games, that's trouble. If you can't play a game 
for money or to win something, that again suggests a problem. It's a form of idolatry, okay? But listen, I love games. And I usually like when there is a stake in the game, okay? Even in silly games. I'm not talking about big money. I'm just talking about, hey, whoever loses has got to stand up and sing the Star Spangled Banner. And, and things like that, just silly stuff like that. So you got to be really careful. What I would say to you, first of all, is you do need community. All of us need community in speaking to this issue into our lives. Whenever there's anything in our life that starts to drift, and the truth is, is most of us don't know when we're drifting. If you see a friend and you think he's doing one of the four things that always requires a friend to speak to them, then you got to speak up. What are those four things? If what they're doing is dishonoring to God, okay? Can you play a game and not dishonor God? I think you can, okay? Uh, if what they're doing is damaging their relationship with you. And by the way, in Romans 14, it says specifically that I got to make sure that what I do doesn't cause my weaker brother to stumble. Paul tells us that, that all things are lawful and not all things edify. He says, all things are lawful, but I'm not going to be mastered by anything. Some people say, well, I don't have a problem, okay? And so I just have, I throw a buck down for the lottery. Okay, well, where's that money come from? It comes from other people. 10% uh, of the people uh, make up 50% of the money spent on lotteries. And it's usually not people with a lot of discretionary income. So you got to really watch yourself. Jesus would never say, hey, I don't care. If they want to pay my taxes for me, let them do that. That's not the attitude of Christ. So all I want to say is that gambling itself is not the issue. It's the purpose of gambling, okay? Your need to find life in something apart from Jesus Christ. And uh, the fact that if you covet, we already know that's one of the big 10 that we shouldn't do. Is what you're doing pulling you away from Jesus? Is your gaming taking you away from what you want to, want to really, really invest in? I think, frankly, we spend a lot of time trying to rationalize and justify behavior that, that to many of us is life-giving and pulls us off, okay? But I'm also going to tell you that I cannot support biblically the idea that if you're going to do it playfully and recreationally, mindful of how it affects other people, you do it without, uh, you spend 20 bucks playing cards with friends instead of 20 bucks going to get a movie and, uh, and, and, and get some food, that it's going to be wrong. I'm just going to tell you, in most people, it drifts. And you better make sure you watch yourself and have friends around you. I say that as a guy, that this could drift in my life. And so I am desperately uh, needing folks to speak into it. Uh, gambling doesn't usually make for a better society, and it doesn't usually make for a better man. Good stuff. Now, if someone bumps into you at the 7-Eleven buying a quick pick, do they need to be worried? Uh, they're more likely to bump me into me with my friends playing nickel penny, a uh, couple of bucks for, for poker. And um, you just have to be really careful, man. And again, I, I want to make sure that what I do in moderation doesn't cause other people to stumble greatly. So, um, you know, lottery's not my thing. We all have our things. And don't be mastered by anything. And addicts are usually mastered before they know they're addicts. Well, hey, that's all the time we have now. But we'll see you again next week for another episode of Real Truth Real Quick. I bet we don't go long next week. <laughs>